Welcome back, everybody. Um, today's episode is going to be a mini-sode. I just got back from Afrotech, so I am exhausted. So we are just going to be doing a mini-sode of my experience at Afrotech. This is episode seven of season two. Welcome. Thank you for coming back. So Afrotech was a whole movie, a whole, it was cinematic. It was a whole movie. It was amazing. I am back from Wakanda in real life, y'all, because it was definitely giving Wakanda. So welcome me back from Wakanda. To see and experience 15,000 plus Afro technologists in one place. First of all, think about the wealth that that many people working in tech possess, not only from a monetary standpoint, but from an intellectual property standpoint. It's giving, it was bag talk. It's giving generational wealth. So that experience was just amazing to be there, to be in the room, to be around people who are creating the future, changing the future, and they all look like you. To be around people who are making, creating things, bringing things to the world that don't that didn't exist before people who are operating in their true purpose um people who have you know they're doing they're doing the lord's work like literally um if you if that is your purpose and the type of work that you do for your career um it was just great like it was just another the air was different like it it just was a whole nother level that I've never experienced before being in that setting, that level of greatness, that level of excellence, people who, and people who are just like working in the same field that you do, they understand, they get it. They share the same experiences um, that you do day to day. It was, it was amazing um, to be there and to experience that. Um, just around that kind of energy. I loved it. I'm going back. I recommend 10 out of 10. So for me, one thing that I loved is like when I got there the first day, which was Sunday and the people I met Sunday and Monday, people were saying like, what are your conference goals? What are you here for? And I personally have never had people ask me that at a conference. So that was giving black excellence. Like it was impressive to me. I had luckily already thought about my, my conference goals and what I was there for. So it was a little bit different for me. I think my experience, because I was not going there to get a job. If I built my pipeline of recruiters and my network of recruiters up and people that could connect me to future opportunities, that's great. But I was not going there with the intention of I need to leave here with a job opportunity, nor was I looking for jobs. I'm going to talk about that later. I understand that that's a privilege and that's not that the rest of this episode might be triggering. 
if you have recently experienced a layoff or if you're trying to break into tech and and you're running up against some obstacles or not getting callbacks. So I get it that that's definitely a privilege. I was going there to net, to just experience what Afrotech was, is to experience the Afrotech brand, to network and make genuine connections with people who are not only working in tech, but with people who are entrepreneurial, with people who have dreams outside of tech, big dreams outside of their quote unquote career or job in tech. So it was very like niche people who I wanted to connect with, people who I wanted to meet, people who I wanted to attract into my circle and my community which I did. I made so many great connections, so many connections with people who, you know, are thinking like me, who have a similar path, who are going in the direction in which I'm going. I also went there to do some recon on speaking, um, how people put together their talks, what kind of talks, what kind of information are people giving out when they do talks? And I definitely feel like I could be on the Afrotech stage next year as a speaker. I haven't, I don't know whether I'm going to apply or not because I also want to take my podcast there and be a live and be at, do a live podcast session, couple sessions throughout the week. So I actually want to apply as a podcaster, I'm thinking, and not as a speaker. But I was trying to do some recon, some, in, some research on the types of speakers that they had there, the caliber of speakers that they had there and what type of stuff they speak on, what's their speaking style. I definitely felt like I was peers with a lot of them. So that's a good thing for me. And I did feel like the competition was probably not as much as I thought it was going to be when it comes to like a speaking standpoint. So I definitely feel, conf- you know, more confident in applying to speak at something like an Afrotech. Other than that, my biggest, I guess, wow moment or biggest experience or energy being in Afrotech was walking into the Career Expo or the Main Stage Expo which is where they have all the companies, the vendors, people selling stuff, where they have interviews, where all the recruiters are, walking in there and not feeling desperate, not having a sense of, I have to get a job before I leave here, not having that pressure of, I need to look for a job. I need to impress these recruiters. I didn't even have a resume. I didn't even have a QR code with my resume and my portfolio on it because I just had my phone and my fit. Okay. And and my fits were definitely not professional any of the time. I will be posting what I wore on Instagram, but being able to walk, walk around that room and, and have the recruiters Jumping to talk to me versus me like running to talk to them was like a whole nother vibe. Um, it was emotional because I remember, you know, first starting out in tech, first two, three years in tech, like I couldn't pay somebody to give me an interview or or get a job. Like 
I, I was in the trenches. I was struggling, trying to get jobs. Competition was crazy. And I was just starting out. I didn't have the experience people had. At that time, I didn't really have that much technical skills either. So listen, it was a struggle. It was definitely a struggle. And so now to be there and be like, and be like, I, I'm pulling up and it's like this sense of ownership or like I made it because I don't, I'm, jobs are coming to me. Jobs are in my DM. Like I'm not chasing jobs. I'm not looking for jobs. Jobs are looking for me. And so that was probably my biggest uh, flex or the biggest flex or the biggest experience I've, I had at the conference was being able to go in that room day, day after day. And I was really looking for merch. Um, I was looking for, you know, I was meeting people. That's where I met Arlen Hamilton, who I had just joined her program. So that was a full circle circle moment. Her new program where she is helping, basically helping you try to get to a million dollars in a year for entrepreneurs. So that was cool. But being able to walk in that room every day and when when you walk past a recruiter, and you make eye contact or you or you just happen to chat with them and they're like, oh, what do you do? What are you looking for? And then they're like, oh, let me get so-and-so. Let me let me let you talk to so-and-so or you sure I have a role right now. I could DM you. And it's just like, um, yeah, DM me. But uh, I don't know. I'm not really looking for anything right now. So that was that was amazing. Did connect with a bunch of recruiters. I was, I really, I really, like I said before, was trying to connect with people for my business. So it wasn't so much for me about career and career development and job searching. So uh, I met a lot of people that I connected with for my podcast, for my new business, which will be launching next March. Bloomology, look out for that. It's going to be content resources for how to scale your career in tech and rapidly advancing your career. And it's just going to be a, a safe space and a platform for Black women in tech to connect with each other and grow in their careers with each other. So yes, check that out next year when it drops. So I was more so looking to connect with recruiters so I could put job postings on that site connect with HR folks so that I could have them creating content on that site and people who could possibly be sponsors who I could create activations with for that brand. So that was more so my my conference goals. And I did that. I felt like I achieved that and and looking forward to further developing and continuing relationships with the people I met. If you are a newbie in tech, or if you are trying to transition into tech and you're not in tech yet, you definitely missed out if you missed it. And I say that because it's definitely the place to be. Lots of recruiters were looking for entry level to and mid-level early or early tech career professionals. 
So there were a ton of opportunities. Tech is still hiring. There were a ton of opportunities for that. If you are seasoned and if you are an executive or a very senior level manager, I personally don't think that there were a lot or I saw a lot of opportunities in that space for people who are already niched in their career and they've already reached to a certain level in their career. And that's why I'm saying I wasn't there for career opportunities because for me, my next job nine times out of 10 is either going to come DM to me or it's going to be in the Slack channels of the specific disciplines that I'm in. So it would be like in a design system Slack group or it might come from a LinkedIn group that I'm in, or it might be someone spoke my name in a room that I'm not in, but that's because they already know me and they know my work and they've worked with me before. I, I didn't see things for people who are at a certain level or opportunities for people who are at a certain level in their career. I don't know. Maybe I just missed that because I wasn't looking for that. So that wasn't looking for me. I do not know. But I will say it was amazing for when it comes to career opportunities and career networking and career um, community building. If you are early career professional and you are a black and brown person, you definitely need to be going to Afrotech because not only on the recruitment side, but on the community and the people you know side, uh, it was very good and very rich on that side. Um, I only, when it comes to the talks and the different sessions, I only attended a few sessions where I felt like the talk was actionable and had a lot of takeaways that you can go home and implement. And so for me, like that's how I evaluate a talk or a session. If there's not strategies that you can immediately leave from there and look back at your notes and implement, it's not really, uh, impactful in my opinion. So I only went to a few of those. I did love all of the executive events. So I, they had about four different package plans for Afrotech starting from student, I think early professional, like mid-level manager, professional executive. And I feel like entrepreneur was one of them. And so I did the executive package. Now, the executive events were pretty dope because I feel like the, the executive events were geared to not only somebody who is of a certain level in their career, but also had lots of like startup entrepreneurial type stuff, entrepreneurial type information, which, you know, that's a path that I'm on is using my tech career and, and the money, the coins. Um, using my career as my first investor, which I highly recommend. But um, you know, I use my job, and and if I'm if I'm working a little part time gig, contract gig, I always use that to invest into my business. So they had a lot of really really good sessions and and takeaways um, in those sessions for people who are on an entrepreneurial path. Or, or side hustling with their job on the side. I will say that. So executive pass was definitely worth it, in my opinion. Um, I would love to go back to Afrotech next year uh, under the entrepreneurial startup 
um, path and track and um, pass, but I need a sponsor. So if somebody's not sponsoring, if one of these companies are not sponsoring, um, I'm going to have to go back with with my job because I need my job to fund it. Like hotel, flight, uh, expenses, food, drink, liquor, uh, Uber. Yeah, I need somebody to pay for that. So if you don't see me next year <laughs> under the entrepreneurial startup pass and I buy an executive pass again, that is why, because somebody needs to run them coins. So that's that. They don't need to have it in Austin again. I'm sorry to anybody who is lives in Austin or from Austin. It was not giving. Um, it was giving college town, which it is. Um, I already know that I lived in Houston for six years. I've been to Austin before. So, but this is the longest time I've spent in Austin, especially downtown Austin. Downtown Austin is cute, but they don't have the venues that a larger city would have to host all of these cute black, black excellence events to host the, the, the parties, um, the brunches, like it's not, it doesn't have the venues that, that I know that I'm used to and people that I hang with are used to like a Miami, like a DC, like a New York, like a, like an Atlanta, please don't have it in Atlanta or Charlotte. Cause then I won't be able to travel, um, or LA, you know, or Houston. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what city Afrotech is going to be in next year. Now, my lessons learned from Afrotech is so it was from Sunday to Thursday. I need to go on Saturday because I need a full day to settle into my hotel. I don't want to travel on the same day that the conference is starting or the same day I have to go to session, so I won't be doing that again. This year I got there on Sunday. I literally got off the plane, went to my hotel, uh, changed, um, freshened up, changed, and went straight into the convention center. So no, that's a no. I need a day on the front end and the back end to kind of just like unwind and ease into and ease out of the conference and reflect, sit with my thoughts, chill, whatever. Um, recharge. And so I am, I'm going to not do that again. Um, I'm really going to need to check two bags. Like I was like, I'm running out of fits. I'm running out of outfits. And it was unbelievably and, and not too typical weather in Austin. Like it was so cold so so cold like it was it was for real winter it was like a polar vortex like the hawk was out i i just no it was so cold so next year i need to be more prepared when it comes to my outfits um i need to bring more sneakers i i I wasn't i think i brought two small heeled boots but two short heeled boots but uh I wouldn't do more than that. I'm not, I I can't, I wouldn't even play myself and sign up to wear heels to a conference and that that you're pretty much walking around for eight plus hours a day. So I want to bring more sneakers next year. Um, 
Shout out to all the ladies that was styling their sneakers with dresses and suits. I'm all about it. I did the same and it was giving. Um, What else? I need to space out my... I need to be more proactive with my schedule. I need to put every single thing on the calendar, on my Google calendar, because... It was just a lot. There were so many events. There was more events than time. So shout out to Morgan and the Blavity team um, because the, you couldn't say you were bored or you couldn't say that there was not stuff to go to. There was literally too much stuff to choose from to go to. So I need to put everything in my calendar and really time block everything. I didn't think it was going to be that serious, but it was. And I need to do that next year. I also need to use a better like Rolodex system for who who the people who I meet so that I don't just have them as a connection on LinkedIn or on Instagram. Like I really want to sit down every night and kind of like organize the people I met, like where how I want to connect with them, where I met them, where they work at, their name. Like I need a whole system for the people who I met, um, who are, who, you know, you will meet every day. So that's another takeaway. Also, I need to figure out, I need, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was just a lot, a lot of running around. I ate so terribly because <sighs> the way the schedule was set up, it was just like running from one place to another and not really like taking time to eat because you didn't want to miss something. It was just a lot. So better time management and better organization for sure. Next year, what else would I say? I would go to more, I would make sure that I am on social media heavy, as well as connecting with like, reaching out to like my PR folks, my PR friends, people who are really into media that have access to the lists of things to do. Cause there was event lists. There was events that was exclusive that nobody knew about until they already happened. So making sure that I am in the know ahead of time, um, making sure that I'm searching on social media to make sure I know about the different events and putting them on my calendar. Um, I need to be more proactive about that for next year as well. So hit me up. Let me know if you guys are going to Afrotech next year, 2023. Let me know if you missed out and you want to make sure that we can link up at the 2023 Afrotech. And then let me know your biggest takeaways from, from Afrotech 2022. Mine was definitely, if I could pick a, a phrase or a neon sign for Afrotech 2022 is definitely I have arrived because just reflecting back on my career, like I think sometimes we don't take time to reflect how far we've come or our or really like celebrate ourselves, our accomplishments, um, what we're doing. And it's just like, yeah, like I'm doing it like I've I've been doing it. I'm that girl. I'm that girl energy. And so um that is my biggest takeaway of really not not being humble when it comes to that stuff and really like sharing it and putting it out there and reminding myself of 
my career journey and my career accomplishments um, so far. So I hope you like this episode. Share it, comment, DM me. Y'all know what it is and what to do. Um, thank you for listening to the Talk Your Sass show. If you found this helpful, valuable, or you have any questions on my Afrotech experience, all you can, all you need to do is just DM me, Gen Talks Tech on Instagram and Gen Talks Tech on LinkedIn. I do have a link, new LinkedIn profile and it is Gen Talks Tech. Or you can send me a message on it via email at hello at talkyoursass.com. Okay, until next time.